You're listening to Becoming Better Podcast. Be better every day. Hi everybody! Well, welcome from all the way from Legazpi City. And I just want to welcome you guys to this episode of our podcast. And we're going to be learning a lot from our speaker this afternoon. So, Christian, any words? Hi, good morning, good afternoon, good evening to all the listeners all around the world. Yung time zone our yung podcast. Talaga international yung time zone niya eh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Isabel. Hope ka mas uh, okay ka dyan sa Legazpi. And... Anong oras na ba sa Legazpi? <laughs> Plus 8 ba to the ano, lipa time? <laughs> Isabel, kamusta? Hello, hello, Christian and Isabel. Always an, a pleasure to see you every time we do this recording of the podcast. This is, by the way, kunyari live, but we're not live. We're recording this But we can rest assured that wala kaming ini-edit dito. Hmm. Totoo ba yun? But yes, we only give you the best parts of this podcast. The Becoming Better podcast now on its X number of episodes. Hindi ko pa pwedeng sabihin kung ilan na eh, no? Kasi nandito yung producer natin. Hindi pa pwedeng sabihin kung ilan na. But there's plenty in store for you. And because of that, no? With a warm welcome from Isabel and uh, yung Christian, Christian, would you like to introduce our guest today? Of course, Giselle. Our our guest for tonight is he is pioneering nutrition entrepreneurship through coffee ma- coffee manufacturing, sustainable food service system, and franchising. He has also professional interest in public policy, human development, business development and management, and entrepreneurship. Our guest, Mr. Aristello Ayasilo. Hi Aris. Aris. Hello sir. Hello, magandang araw po sa inyong lahat. Na, yung mga bosses po niyo, feeling ko nasa radio broadcasting. Sabi ko si Corina <laughs> tayong isa, si Ted Pilot, Nolly De Castro, yung mga bosses, magandang araw po sa ating lahat. Ako po si Aris Asilo, isa po ang karangalan ang makasama po kayo ngayong gabi, ngayong araw o ngayong hapon. Kung nasaan man po yung mga tagapakinig. Hello po. At gayon din sa amin, Aris, na sa amin ang karangalan na marinig at makasama ka dito sa Zoom room na ito. You know, nung nakita ko yung bio mo, kung babasahin natin lahat yan, baka umabot tayo ng alas gis ng gabi. Oo, oh, <laughs> ang daming achievements. Dami. Oo, oh, okay. oh, uh, may citations na, pa. May citations Over pa. Over beer. <laughs> <laughs> But in your case, coffee. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Speaking of, nabanggit yung coffee, you had me at coffee. No? And the two words actually, coffee, uh, the word varako, which is uh, uh, an extract from barako, yeah. and also the word nutripreneur. Yes. Chris, tell us about those two words. Why, una muna, why or what is nutripreneur? What is a nutripreneur? Yeah, uh, I'm a nutritionist by profession. It's my actual course in college, a nutritionist. So my first job was as a research assistant with UNICEF, but I eventually uh, resigned and uh, focused somewhere else in a corporate job not related to nutrition. So nag-nutrition ako, ang aking boss ay ngayon ay nag-work na sa food sa FAO, sa FAO, sa UN. So mga taga-UN yung mga boss ko. But for, for some reason, yung magiging nutritionist ko, hindi ko, hindi ko ma-feel. So I, I thought of going somewhere else. So I went to banking. I was a banker after that. So layo. Layo. <laughs> <laughs> hindi ko rin mo alam. Sabi ko, ba't ba ako dito na po sa bank? But 
the bank was in Lobo, Batangas, where, okay. where, where I worked for four years mm-hmm. sa Lobo, Batangas. And sa Lobo, Batangas, ang naging trabaho ko ay makisalamuha sa mga tao sa barangay kasi fifth class municipality siya. Doon ko nakita ang kape sa Lobo, Batangas. Mm-hmm. Ang, aking, uh, ang aking layunin ay mabigyan ng access sa pinansyal ang mga tao doon para meron silang pangangapital. Doon, mm. kuhiramin na lang sa bangko kung saan ako yung nagkatrabaho. Rural Bank of Lobo, Matangas. Mm. So, nung ako yung nag-iikot-ikot sa mga bayan, sa bundok, sabi ko, bakit kaya walang pumapansin ng kape? Na doon mm. bubulok na sila. Sabi ko, ah. pero nagkakape sila. Kung sayang ko, di ba? Nandun lang. Ayan. Mga nasa... oh. Ayan. So, sabi ko, paano sila nabubuhay? Ang marami doon buri. Alam ko yung buri, yung ganito? Ayan. Som- oh, oh. Buri, ayan. Oh, oh. May, may mga buri, yes, mga mga sombrero. May buri trees doon, yun ang ginagamit nila para sila ay uh, mabuhay. Nagagawa sila ng mga, ng mga, pag ito, ng mga buri, uh, hat, buri bags. So sabi ko, okay, okay. So okay, sabi ko yan ha. Doon ako natutunan ng entrepreneurship dahil sa banking. Over time, dahil gusto kong i-apply ang pagiging nutritionist, sinilagay natin yung elemento ng well-being at health. Kaya napupunta ako sa blood banking, breastfeeding activities, uh, nutrition feeding. Ayan, pati po breastfeeding, minatulog na natin. Lahat so, na! Lahat na, na-related sa nutrition. So sabi ko, pinagsama siya, kakaiba. Kasi hindi ka lang gumagawa ng pagninegosyo. Natutulungan mo rin yung kanilang kalusugan. Ay, naging timely ngayon. Nagkaroon ng covid So doon ko lalo na pioneer yung nutrition entrepreneurship. So sabi ko, I'm now on my first publication. I'm writing about nutrition entrepreneurship. So doon ko binubuo yung nutrition is Una siya dito sa Pilipinas. Nag-start lang siya 2020. So been talking about it in conventions, conferences, internationally. So yun yung nutrition It is a combination of the elements of entrepreneurship and health through nutrition para involved in yung well-being. Yun yung nutrition yung Barako, uh, is a letter B, victory eh. Ang hmm. spelling niya, na-Tagalog na, na, word. Barako, uh-huh. uh, yes, opo. Kasi uh, gusto natin bigyan ng mystery or ng kakaibang dating yung word na Barako para medyo malambot. Kasi masyado mat, mat, matapang yung word ng Barako, matigasin masyado. So, uh, 2018 po siya nag-start uh, yung kape. Uh, we're focusing on coffee here in Batangas. Eventually, we're now doing coffee in Mindanao, in Cavite. So, it's a, it's a company. Uh, it's, a, it's a company name. But at the same time, we advocate for heritage, for uh, history, and for entrepreneurship, women empowerment. Kasi, uh, 2019, when I was talking about our coffee in a university, pangalan ng mga babae kasi namin, Gabriela, Josefa, Melchora, hindi na nila sila kilala. Mababa, may pangalan kami Aurora. Tinanong namin sa college student, sino si Aurora? May tumaas ang kamay. Siya po ba yung uh, aswang? Ano yung aswang na yung movie ni Aurora? <laughs> si Ann Curtis. So sabi namin, oh, tama pala yung ginagamit namin. So ito po yung brief background kung paano namin nabuo yung mga salitang entrepreneurship sa kaparako. May mga elements of backstories. Yes. Wow, ang ganang-ganang ito. Yes, oh, it's good. That's what makes it interesting, diba? All these backstories, yes. this is the one that adds color to to your story, Aris. Yes. Yes. Uh, yung ano, kasi uh, sabi nga ng mga tao, pag 
Ano ko naririnig niya ata yung ano ng aso, okay lang. Okay lang. <laughs> ayun eh, okay lang. Hoy, ganyan na ngayon, pero naririnig na natin. aso, nag-aaway ng nakapitbahay. <laughs> uh, yung po kasi barako pagka pinakinggan mo, 'di ba? Uh, ang story kasi ng kape. Okay lang mo ba? Ibigay ko ng konti yung please, story please. ng oo, kape. Oo. Oo. Ah, uh, contrary to popular notion kasi ang sinasabi nila, ang lipa ang nag ang kaunlaunahan ka dito ay barako ay hindi mo barako ang unang-unang kape taong uh, taong uh, nag-start kasi ang history ng kape sa sa Ethiopia 1400s pa yan eh hmm. sa mga panahon ng 1400s nagpunta ang mga taga Saudi Arabia yung mga Arabo sa Ethiopia nagdala sila ng kape mula Ethiopia papuntang Arabia kaya tinawag na Arabica ang kape yung yung kape na yan ay nagkaroon ng mga trading nakarating sa ibang bansa hanggang sa nakasalamuha ang mga French ang mga Portuguese ang mga Spanish sa pagkakape pero ang mga Spanish hindi nila masyadong priority ang kape kasi mas pansin niyo po ang mga may hawak ng kape sa Brazil ay mga Portuguese yan di ba pero ang 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 ang, ang lago ng pagkakape Vietnam French Indochina po yan di ba Indonesia Ah, uh, yan yung mga lugar na yan. Mga Dutch Success, colonies. Mga Dutch colonies. Hmm. Mga Portugal colonies, successful sila sa kape. Ang Pilipinas, hawak ng Spanish. Ang una nilang dinala dito na kape, Arabica. Hmm. Uh, tinanim nila sa Lipa. Pero hindi talaga tumutubo ang Arabica sa Batangas. Kasi mababa lang ang, ang ano nito eh, ang kanyang altitude. Nasa 300 MASL. At dapat ang Arabica, 1,400 MASL. Hmm. Tumubo siya, pero madali siyang namatay. So tapos dumating pa yung coffee rush na matay silang lahat. Taong taong 1800 lamang nagkaroon ng kapeng barako sa Pilipinas. Which is yun yung ipinalit nila sa Arabica. So dahil itong mga kapeng ito ay matibay laban sa peste at mga coffee rush, tinawag ng mga batangay yung barako ang kapeng ito. Kasi matibay sila. Ayun ba yung excelsa? Excelsa na kape? Ay hindi ba? Hindi Iba po, Liberica po. Liberica. Liberica, Liberica. Yan. Ang Excelsa ay uh, type of barako. Okay, okay. Uh-huh. So, Excelsa. Ang Excelsa ay tawag din, tawag namin dito, barako kunyari. <laughs> yan. <laughs> yan po yung tawag namin sa barako dito. So, yan, yan yung his, a brief history kung bakit nagkaroon dito lang ng barako. Unfortunately ngayon, parang dalawa na lang ang farms na malaki rito sa lipa ng barako. Wala nang magtatanim masyado na mga kapin barako kasi hindi na sa ganun ka-economically attractive kasi konti lang siyang mabunga. Specialty coffee na lang siya. Arabica, wala dito. Nasa Mindanao na, sa Mountain Province. Nandiyan na yung mga masasarap na Arabica. So, uh, yun yung kaunting backstory ng kape kung paano siya nagsimula sa Pilipinas. Mahaba pang story. Siguro mga two hours ang kailangan makwento para well, magpaliwanag pa natin yung mga sectional. <laughs> napansin ko, Aris, ang iyong company name is 1740. Is that yes. your company name? Tell us about that. Ano yung full name? 1740, I noticed it in your profile picture. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yung Circa 1740 Circa. is our trade name for our company. Uh, uh, dahil na sinasabi, dahil nakilala ang Batangas, na 1740 yung year kung saan nandudoon yung kape na dumating. Narapat namin bigyan ng honor kung kailan na, 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 na nakalagay sa history. Actually, ang tawag nga nila dyan, meet. Kasi hindi naman talaga 1740 dumating ang kape dito eh. Na, mas mas earlier pa. So, kaya nga ang tawag ko, the demystification of the mythology of coffee. So, we have to demystify 
kung ano yung mga alam ng mga tao. So para ma-denustify, niregister namin siya as a circa 1740 to give honor to the start at kung ano ang pinapaniwalaan ng mga Batanggenyo sa pagkakape dito sa Pilipinas. Mahaba po kasi ang chronological order niyan eh. Taong 1740s to 1800s, sa pamumuno ng isang gobernador silyo, nakalimutan ko yung pangalala niya, ang sabi niya sa isang gusawin na pangmalawakan plantation ng pagkakapit sa Pilipinas. Pagaya ng ginagawa sa Brazil, sa Vietnam, sa Indonesia. Pero ang, 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 tawag, ang tawag natin doon, bourbon plant. Isang uri ng kape yun eh, uh, bourbon coffee. Amen, uh, Arabica Bourbon. Ang sabi ng Spanish, hindi, ayaw namin. Gusto namin smallholder farming. So, ang smallholder farming ng Spanish noon, pinapahiram ng mga Spanish ng pera ang mga tao para magtanin ng kape. Pero small scale. Ang pera na pinapahiram ng mga Spanish ay galing sa mga mayayaman na tao ng lipa. Kasi isang labing dalawa lang naman ang family na nagtanim ng mga kape noon. Labing dalawa lang talaga ang mayayaman noon sa lipa. So, noong mga 1740 hanggang 1800s, sobrang lawig, yumaman talaga ang Lipa. Tinawag na Villa de Lipa or Lipa City. Ang Lipa noong panahon na yun. Kasi sobrang yaman, pinakamayaman. Ang, ang Lipa ang naging model ng Forbes Park, ng iba pang mga mayayamang uh, village dito. Ang kauna-unahang Forbes Park, kung baga kung tawagin mo, ay ang Lipa. Kasi mayayaman talaga ang nakatira. So, so we are trying to give honor to the history of what coffee were really is. There was, there was dignity, there was pride, there was something to be confident of. And pag umiinim ng kape, people have to remember the, the, the history, the, the dignity that we had before. Kasi noong mga panahon na, dumarami, na maraming kape, mayaman ang Pilipinas, majority ng pera o, o kaban ng bayan sa Pilipinas galing sa Batangas, gawa ng pagkakape. Yung lamang nawala na. So, nawala yan na. yung, yung nawala na. Oh, na nawala yung natin. kaban ng, ng pera sa kape na magdag ang kaba dahil sa sobrang kaba. <laughs> Bala nga na iwan. <laughs> Isabel, you have a question about, uh, you have a question na nilagay mo for uh, Aris? Ah, yes. I wanted to ask, na, um, I, I noticed then in your uh, bio that you have a lot of these many businesses that you handle and you head And I noticed that they're all anchored in helping the regular Filipino in starting a business. Like you have one one company, it's about um teaching SMEs accounting. Mm. So what are what are common mistakes mm. that you've noticed budding entrepreneurs make? Like pag nagsa-start ng negosyo, ano yung mga unang mga mistakes or red flags that that regular businessmen make? And what are your tips of Um, preventing this. Kasi now that we're in this like new normal, a lot of people have decided to be enterprising. Nag, no, open a sari-sari store or start a new business to augment whatever income they may have lost because of the pandemic. Like, dito sa Legaspi, maraming mga OFWs na had to come home kasi nagsara yung um, businesses nila, yeah. like cruise ship. Umuwi na Oh, oh, mina lang sila. So when they got here, they started a business, nag-open ng cafe, mm. nag-start ng um parang little uh, silog place ganyan. And then mm. when we would ask them, oh, so how's it going? How how's it doing? Eh, since hindi ito yung normal trade nila, nahihirapan sila to start a business. So what are normally mm. 
mga mistakes na nangyayari ng mga first-time entrepreneurs na nag, nag, yung nagagawa nila and what are ways that we can uh, prevent advice or prevent yeah. them so from happening again. Yeah. Vision, vision. Uh, ako naman, hindi rin talaga ako nag-start ng successful agad eh. So I started doing business in 2013 and I had many failures. I had my fair share of of uh, of 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 pains, heartaches, rejections, a lot of rejections. So I think uh, I think it's a process. Nobody would really uh, expect na sa unang try nila is successful. I think um, the first thing ang kalimitan sa nakikita ko na mali sa iba at based na rin sa experience ko na sa pagsisimula walang vision kasi some people are are trying to do business because one they thought that yayaman agad sila pangalawa is an escape if they wanted to ewan their job so magnegotiate sila they wanted to escape or or wala na silang magawa sa pera nila they just want to burn their money <laughs> di ba wala oh my God. <laughs> yan ang ano ah malaki na problema number three. <laughs> oh meron din mga taong nag nagnenegosyo kasi napilitan lang dahil uh, feeling nila sobrang maganda yung product they believe too much in the product they did not fall in love with the problem they fell in love with the product and i think i want to emphasize on that one When we do business, we have to fall in love with the problem, not with the product. You have to detach yourselves from the product. Like like me, I, I'm not falling in love too much with my product, but I want to fall in love kung bakit ko siya ginawa. We have to ask the why. They have to ask themselves, uh, iba sabi nila, love at first sight. But take a closer second look. Love at first sight ba talaga yung pag-business mo? Yung product na nakita mo? Bakit mo siya ginagawa? I think it's, I think it's the why, the purpose. Why do you want to do business? Why, what are you trying to solve? Are you trying to just earn money? Yes, some, some, something like that. For me, I, 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 my first business because I wanted to help the farmers. So, yung business na yun, hanggang ngayon, okay pa rin siya. And nag-evolve kami. Pero yung isang business, kasi gusto ko magtinda ng halu-halo, nagtayo ko ng isang maliit na store, halu-halo, kasi gusto ko magkaroon ng pera, hindi siya nag-succeed. It's, you are exerting the same effort. You're just selling to different products. For example, uh, yung sinabi niyo po kanina ng mga OFWs na nandito. Sample, nagbebenta sila ng stock silog. Ang isa, nagbebenta ng sigarilyo, yung yung mama sa, kal- sa kalye. Mm-hmm. They are selling two different products, but they are exerting the same effort. Oo. Mm-hmm. Diba ba? So, but for the third one, somebody is selling a real estate. Selling a real estate, you're selling this one. It might take you a year to sell one, but you're also exerting the same effort. Among the three, yung isa, kumikita ng, ng say, 50 pesos a day. Itong nasa gitna, kumikita ng 1,500 a day. Itong isa, kumikita ng 1 million a year. They are all exerting the same effort. But each one has different purposes why they are doing that. Probably the one na nagsasell ng real estate kasi gusto niya maparami ang may ta- ang taong may bahay o magkaroon ng maraming tahanan. Yung pangalawa, siguro dahil wala na talaga siyang work. Gusto lang niyang mapaigot yung pera. O yung isa talaga, yun lang alam niyang gawin. Wala tayong magagawa. But when you when you look at the entrepreneurial point of view, they are all entrepreneurial. They have the same energy, same knowledge of how to sell. But they have different purposes. And I think doon nakakatalo-talo yung mga tao. And I always tell the people who ask me about entrepreneurship that my purpose, my purpose is always to help. Sabi nga ni... Uh, ni Manny Pangilinan, PLDT last time dun sa aming, ano, sa aming uh, announcement ng winner, sabi niya, the goal of entrepreneurship is not only for your shareholders to earn, but 
for others to be for their lives to be uplifted and if you can say you you you've done yung uplifting then you've done you've done your part and i think uh, yun yung masasabi ko na na, na primary lagi ano yung ano yung purpose mo bago pala yung vision kasi i mentioned vision no uh-huh. pero dapat pala yung purpose mo na kasi mahirap mabubulag ka kapag kamali yung purpose mo so it's it's always the purpose first before you can see what vision you like to do so you always go back to your why yes that's correct to your why you bucket kasi di ba may movie bucket list ito yung mga bucket ko ano naman yung bucket list mo? Uh-huh. Diba? Ano yung mga wise mo? bucket list. Yes. <laughs> diba? Kasi mga tao, mag-business ako kasi bucket list ko. I want a house. I want a car. I want uh, I want, uh, I want to travel. Yan yung mga back, bucket list mo. There's nothing wrong with it. Uh-huh. Si motivation mo siya. But what's your bucket? Bago mo, I want to help more people. I want to provide jobs to the Filipino people. Maybe I want to I want to uh, uplift the lives of the PWDs. Or maybe I want to uh, uh, help the fa- coffee farmers na maging mas productive sila. What are your why's? Kasi babalik ka sa values eh. Mahirap pag mali yung values mo. Papunta sa gusto mong puntahan. Di ba? Mm-hmm. Oo. And like I realized, um, jumping off from what you said, na parang if your why or your bucket is in the right place, kahit mahirap ang, ang nararanasan or if something is challenging, if your bucket is is strong or your why is strong enough okay lang yeah. parang malalagpasan mo yung yung mahirap yung challenging kasi you you have within you your why yes and beyond that hindi mo lang siya malalagpasan you will really find a way kasi sometimes wala ka lang wala ka lang malagpasan kasi it's a blank wall and i think common yun when when covid struck blank wall na lahat eh anong gagawin ko you just stay there and so and cry or you climb up the wall What we did, we climb up the wall, no matter how high it is. So we try, or maybe I can mag wall climbing or whatever you need to do. <laughs> Irapel mo na. Yeah, so, so, and I think, yeah, so, parang, uh, kasi kapag puno ang bucket list mo, lagi siyang marirefill. Marirefill siya ng marirefill ng, ng mga wise mo. Uh, sabi nga nila, oh, bakit mo tinutuloy pa rin? Kasi gusto ko talaga matumulong. Bakit mo gusto tumulong? Kasi uh, it makes me happy. It makes them happy, di ba? And I think that's beautiful yeah, for people to find their why, for people to dream. Because hindi mo rin makikita yung why mo if you're not dreaming. If you, kasi yun, tingin ko, because of the very noisy social media, very noisy people na ngayon, when, when, people, when everyone wants to talk, when everyone wants to be heard, yung marami pa rin tao ang hindi naririnig. There are still a few people who want to talk pero hindi sila makapagsalita. Because hanggang sa hanggang sa ayaw nila magsalita hindi na sila nangangarap you dream of a better country maybe you dream of a better home of a better barangay or a better of a better service but kung kung ang isang tao ay hindi napapakinggan just a pair of ears na wala nakikinig that person will stop dreaming and when he stops dreaming malay mo yung dream niya gusto niya para maging presidente ng Pilipinas no matter how how poor he is at nadami niya magagandang magagandang gustong gawin. So, I think nawawala na 'yon. Nawawala na 'yon sa mga tao na whether kung ikaw ay nasa nag nagnegosyo na, kaya nawawalan sila ng, ng ng gana. They forget to dream of a better thing, of a better service, of a better, no. Because when we dream, we spring to action, and when we spring to action, it becomes a habit and that habit becomes our destiny. I think 
it is uh, I think going back no when when we want to put a business and we're try when we're faced with challenges we have to go back to our why and with our why we have to back them up with some dreams what are your dreams diba nalaman mo na yung why mo eh I think it's yeah, remarkable. I'm carried away. <laughs> uh, no, no, you're not. Yes, thank it's you. fantastic. Thank you for sharing that with us. No, ang nakita ko kasi when I was reading your bio, Aris, what struck me was that what you're saying right now completely aligns with where you came from. There's a book, mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen, that Aris wrote, an autobiography. The title is Anak ng Weteng. Could you tell us yes. about that? Because it completely aligns with what you're saying right now. Anak ng wedding. Yes. I started working at the age of six. Hmm. Um, I was born with a hearing defect. But it's fortunately, because of technology, I can hear. I can, I can, I can lip read, etc. So I was born hmm. with a hearing defect. Because my mother was very young when I was born. So hindi ako nagsasalita hanggang five years old. Kasi wala akong naririnig. Mm. But for some miracle, but for some miracle of God, I was able to uh, to hear well at the age of six. Hindi pa rin ganun ka ganda, pero mm. kaya lagi ko lang sa harap ng klase. But I started excelling in school because my parents, my mother, na isang six ticket vendor, ang tatay ko na wedding cobrador, na hindi pa ako nabubuhay, nag-wedding na sa Hmm. Sinasama nila ako sa mga ginagawa nila. Nagtitinda ako ng ticket sa bayan. Sinasama ako inay ko. You know, pag bata ka, di ba, minsan, pag ano ka, nakikipag, nagtitinda ka na, bata ka eh. Gusto mo ma-imbibe, nakikita mo yung mga nangyayano sa paligid mo. And my father was every morning, 5 a.m., talabas siya, nangunguha na siya sa listahan, nagkukubra na, kaya kubra eh, di ba, kubra doon. Hmm. Tumukubra na sa tuwing imago. Sumasama ako. Hmm. Doon ko, ko natutunan niya mga pamahi, no? Ano na panaginipan mo? Ahas. Ay, ocho po yan. Ocho. Ocho. <laughs> oh my God. At tumatama. Ha? Tumatama ako. Tumama na ako ng 10 pesos. 10 pesos. Ang piso, 700. Oh, may 7,000 ka na. 10 pesos lang yung taya mo. Taya mo, di ba? Wow. Okay. So, so, most of my life, since six years old, hanggang nung college ako, nung nabubuhay pa ang tatay ko. Kasi he died 2010. Pakagraduate ko lang 2007. Most of my life, I've spent time with him and my mother doing six tickets and and a wedding. So I thought in 2009, when my father had his third stroke, pangatlo na niya, sabi ko, tatay, nakakatatlo ka na, baka may abutan ka na niyan. Sabi ko sa kanya, <laughs> inabutan na nga siya. No, pangatlo na niya yun. Nakakatawa, nagsim- nagsimula sa paa, dum- tapos dumating sa ilong yung pangalawa, in span of one, on one decade, yung pangatlo sa utak na, talaga pag sa utak na, ano rin siya, mahirap na yung mabawi. So going back, sabi ko, alam mo tayo, susulat na ng libro. Kasi ay, for me, wedding is not my story. Although it's anak ng wedding, I just put it in the lens of myself. Kasi my father is not, you know, is not educated. My, my mother is not also educated. And I was the first in our clan to finish college because of wedding. Mm-hmm. So na, nakatapos ako. So hindi ko kinakahiya na kung saan ako nanggaling. Mm-hmm. Hindi ko kinakahiya na nagtinda ako. And because of selling, because of safe sex, I became an entrepreneur. So, sinulat ko siya ng book. Isang taon ko sinulat yun. Nung nakaprint ko na siya, nag-launching kami sa Makati. Marami pumunta. Naubos kanyang 100 books. Wow. Binigyan ko, yun, yes, 100 lang po naman nung una. Yun lang kaya ng budget. <laughs> so, na-feature siya sa Philippine Star. Nananalaman niya ng isang congressman. So, they bought. 
nakapagbenta ako ng mga paperback, paperback pa lang po noon. Yun lang yung kaya noon. Binigyan ko ang tatay ko ng copy. Aba, pinamigay sa mga magwiweteng. Nag, <laughs> nagpainom, nagpakatay ng kambing, nagpainom. So, sabi niya, eh ako, parang okay, normal lang sa akin. Pero sa kanila, masaya. Kasi may nakikinig sa kanila. May nakakaalam ng story nila na maraming mga anak ng weteng. That book was a representative, a story, not only of my story, but a story of other sons, daughters na napatapos ng weteng. Kung gaano kahirap ang community advice na to. Yung community advice na to bonds them together. It builds family, it builds community, it builds dreams. That's where my dream was first built because of that. So yung book na yun, nagkaroon ng second printing in 2016 and uh, sold out din. So hard, hard bound naman siya. And it got featured. It got featured at wow. ANC, etc., etc. So, uh, muntik na bang mag-MMK. Pero sabi ko sa kanya, pag sobrang yaman ko na. <laughs> para, para yung dulo ng MMK, ah, ito na si Aris, malaki yung bahay. <laughs> sabi ko sa kanya, oh, yan. <laughs> so, Aabangan yun, ko, who will play Aris oh, 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 oh. na? <laughs> Sino ba ang bet mo? Si, oh, oh. Ang pinag-ibilihan ko, si Derek Ramsey. Wow. Si Joshua Ramsey. <laughs> Oh. Jericho Rosales oh. yung oh. mga magagaling mag-acting mukhang makatarungan naman yung pinipili oh, yeah. <laughs> mukhang naman malapit yung buka namin <laughs> joke lang joke no no it will take it seriously Aris um, that's a fantastic story we we really appreciate that and we we admire you for that the grit Thank that you, you showed no, mukha namang yung five years mong hindi ka nakapagsalita we were catching up with the fi- lost five years with the talk <laughs> which is fantastic yes. I'd like to circle back to your business, no? And 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 uh, Isabel and Christian and I, we were talking about agriculture, no? Tinanong mm. ni Isabel, eh. Isabel uh, asked that in, in our discussion before we met you that, bakit agri? And siguro mm. kalugtong dun sa question na yun ay, ano bang kinabukasan ng agri sa Pilipinas? Mm-hmm. Around 2012, when I was in Lobo, Batangas, I was also trying to find my purpose. Kasi sabi ko, bakit ba ako nandito to? Nutritionist ako eh. Ba't ako nasa banking? Ba't ako nasa barangay? Bakit ako nag-agriculture? Wala akong alam dito. I finally met a friend, Dr. Romulo Davide. Ramon Magsaysay Award for Agriculture. And, and one quote struck me. Sabi niya, Aris, it is the mind that is barren and not the soil. Mayaman ang lupa ng Pilipinas. Pero yung mind natin, yan ang kulang sa pagkukultivate. Sabi ko, what could Wait, I do? Teka, that's I... a great soundbite. The mind yes. is barren. And not it's the soil. not the soil. Yes. So, and I, it shocked me and it became one of my working mantra. Every time I do anything, whether it's a small thing, sabi ko no, Aris, you have to solve this. It's it's not the soil that's barren. It's the mind. You have to think. You have to solve it. So, uh, and then, up, up, after Romulo Davide, I met another Ramon Magsaysay awardee. Si uh, Dr. Aris Ali, the founder of Card Bank. Oh, same you as know. yours. Yes, Card Aris. Bank oh. is yeah. a very, very good yeah. organization. Sorry, yes. former banker din ako and right, right. Card wow. Bank was oh. one of my clients. Oh, oh well, but which bank you were before? R- RCBC. <laughs> oh, I, I see. That's nice. Uh-huh. Uh, and then, sabi niya sa akin, nung ako, ano, nung ako ay nagpo-present uh, sa kanya, sabi niya, what would, what would you name your company? Sabi ko, mind map. Double N. It's mapping the mind. Pero yung yung mind, may I-N-N. Sa halip na I-N lang, double N, innovation. So I was proposing that there should be uh, complementary organizations that support each other. Um, complementing siya, siya. So I, I put mind map in 2013. 
And our first, uh, our original purpose was for agriculture. Why ko siya ginawa? Kasi nakita ko sa lobo, walang madaanang matino. Lagi nilang sinasabi, ang hirap po kasi magdala ng, ng, ano, ng produce mula bundok. Pababa. Medyo remote ang lobo eh. Yes. Bundok talaga. Oo, lobo. Bundok. Tapos, pag pumunta pa kayo sa lobo, may remote pa sa loob. Yung mga agriculture ay sabi, nakakabayo talaga sila. Tapos, pag umuulan, maputik, na-overflow yung river, wala silang madaanan. So, wala silang, wala silang pakikita, wala silang live good. Sabi ko, ah, simple lang ang solusyon ng mga to, road, sabi ko, pero wala akong pampagawa. Sabi ko, kahit umutang mga sa bangko, ang million yan. So, what I did, through the help of my professor, I co-authored a farm to market road feasibility study in 2015 and 2016. Hindi man kami, so it's got funded by World Bank for $2 million dollars. So sabi ko, may pag-asa. May pag-asa ang agriculture kasi marami sumusuporta. And until now, a lot of farms need farm-to-market road. Yan ang kailangan nila. Pero trabaho po yun ng ating gobyerno. Hindi naman natin trabaho yun bilang ordinaryong mamamayan kasi hindi naman natin kaya yun. But how can we help? We can write the feasibility study. We can try to find ways. That, that's, the, that's the only way that I found about. I'm not directly into agriculture by planting because... I don't I I'm not really an agriculturist. And 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 uh yung time na yon so yung mind map na buo siya nakapag-farm to market road kami nakatulong kami ng 9,000 people in the agriculture area ng Lubok. Gusto ko na siya ngayon i-duplicate sa ibang rural areas. Kaya hanggang ngayon nasa agriculture ako sa Kape. And and uh we're we're imagine yung ngayon 21st century na. Mapangit pa rin ang kalsada sa ibang lugar. Pero ang mga kape nila, binibili ng mga coffee enthusiasts. When we're buying at Starbucks, when we're buying at, at other, ano, sarap na sarap tayo sa kape. Pero hindi natin alam sa matalagaling yung kape. Gaano ang hirap na ginagawa nila. Yeah. And it's so simple to do that. We have to just to do a feasibility study. Find a way to, to give them roads. And that's what I, what's, what's one of the things that I'm doing with mind map. And I renamed it to Think Farm. So Think Farm na siya. Think Yun na mind map. Yes, double N. Farm. Double N pa rin, innovation. So, on the third meeting with Ramon Magsaysay Awardee is Tony Meloto. Tony Meloto is Ramon Magsaysay Awardee for uh, Community Service. Sabi niya sa akin, Aris, wag na gawad kalinga ako po and uh, Enchanted Farm in, in, in Angat Bulacan. Sabi niya, uh, when you do something, you still have to help them and make sure that they will help themselves. Hindi tayo charity. We have to be sustainable. And doon ako nagkaroon ng super interest with social entrepreneurship. Which for me is evolving into nutrition entrepreneurship. Talo ngayon nag-COVID na eh. Ba kaya naman nabuhin social entrepreneurship, di ba? Pero ngayon naging importante sa atin ang health. Kaya tinatawag ko siyang nutrition entrepreneurship. So so yung kami ngayon, uh, we're also focusing on agriculture but with super focus on coffee. Using technology, climate smart and COVID adaptive technologies for coffee farms. So, yan ngayon. So, alam niyo yun, ang journey na yun, from Lubo, dinala ako sa Mindanao, dinala ako dito sa mga to. All over. Because, yes, all over po. And marami po ako natutunan all around the journey. And I think, with sa second question, ano ba ang magiging culture ng agriculture? Uh, ngayon po mas nahirap. Hindi kagaya dati, mas madali. Madali ang, madali ang masagana 99, madali. Pero ngayon mahirap kasi dahil ng climate change, di po ba? hindi na natin malaman kung kailan talaga ang tag-ulan or tag-init or mahirap na po ngayon eh. So, involved, I'm involved now in uh, several United Nations talks and dialogues that include climate change in our 
in our enterprises. So just recently, I had a meeting the United Nations, and we're seeing that the future, the future of agriculture in the Philippines must include climate-smart technologies. Mm. And we're doing that in here. I think we're the first to do in the Philippines na nag-use talaga ng technology na nakakakombine siya sa business model namin. So we're aiming to become a unicorn, hopefully, the first unicorn about coffee in the Philippines because we have a technology involved. So uh, ang aming main stakeholders dito are the coffee farmers. So I'm seeing a very, very, very bright future for our farmers with the involvement of technology in the Philippines. Yes, well, That's that's unique, fantastic. Unique. I, like normally you hear walang pag-asa in agriculture. It's so hard. There are just so many challenging things. And yet, here you are telling us na it's very, very bright. Contrary to what other people may say. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Yes, Bob. Mm. So, okay. Being mindful of time, uh, Christian and Isabel, you have one last question for Harris before we ask him for his parting shot. All right. Uh, yeah. Uh, regards kanina, pinag-usapan natin about this awardee. Uh, Aris, being an uh, honorary yourself, what do you think TOM will will give you now or in the future? What will be, how can this uh, opportunity help you or this award will help you with all your with all your advocacies? The, the, thank you, sir. Uh, the moment that I found out about time and the moment that it was announced, sinud-sinud na agad ang opportunities And actually, I'm overwhelmed. I've been receiving lots of messages for collaboration, for meetings, for interviews, etc. And I think it has, it has an open Pandora's box. And um, Pandora's box, meaning that actually I love connecting. I love connecting with other organizations. So for me, uh, you know, uh, just to put things in perspective, I see TOIM as a platform. A platform for, to, for the voices of the unsung, the untapped, and the unvalued be also heard because i was i was when i was young hindi naman ako napapakinggan kasi wala rin ako marinig hindi rin nila alam kung ano ang mangyayari sa akin so it 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 emanated from where i am now physically where i was physically from where i i plan to go in the future to uh, a month ago when i was in mindanao i had a deep reflection when i went to the it's when i was doing coffee rounds trying to connect with several schools in Mindanao, I found out na may mga taong nag-aaway-aaway dahil nagiging prosperous ang isang lugar. Mm. So meaning, I asked myself, what would entrepreneurship be? What would economic empowerment be if it is to the expense of peace? Mm. I feel, I feel the time is already opening my mind for several perspectives on how I should tackle social entrepreneurship. While we want people to be empowered economically, we have to include the elements of peace. For example, people want to become leaders of war, wants to become leaders of, you know, of these things. Because Chairman Donitan Toka, in this world where people all want to become strong, the real strength comes from uplifting the weakest. And I think Yung platform ng time has made me realize a lot of things, not only for myself, not only for my company, but for how I should approach others and how I should listen to them. Even if I want this group of IPs, for example, to become prosperous in their coffee pursuits, but if it will cause cultural misunderstanding, 
if it will cause that people from Manila will go there and destroy their culture and you know and 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 buy their coffee pero nakakagulo-gulo naman sila i would rather not because masaya na sila doon and and you know don't fix what ain't broken sabi nga nila diba so i i the 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 time the time is a wonderful platform na na you know ang mga sinusundan ko pagdating sa entrepreneurship we had Manny Villar in 1986 we had Manny Pilinginan in 1983 we have Tony Tontaction in 1990 now a Jollibee tycoon We have in Japsia in 2012 or 11. Oh my God, you, me- you memorized those years. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, 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 I really found and, and see kung sino ba itong mga sin- sinusundan kong mga shoes. Sabi ko, I have to do, I have to do well because nakakahiya kapag, hindi ba ba? Kapag, and I have to, I have to, kasi na nagsisimula sila, hindi rin naman sila kilala, right? True. Tony, itong caption was just uh, selling ice cream. That's in Japsia right. had 30 items in his mang inasal somewhere in Visayas. Manigillar, yeah. yeah. So, so sabi ko ako nisimula sa ganito, what would it what would be for me? Sabi ko ayo ko mawala yung elements of peace. I think yun yung nag nagbago ngayon. Dati kasi gusto ko lang tumulong economic mm-hmm. power. Pero ano nagdag peace, elements of peace. I want to also bring peace. But how? Yun yung sinasagot ko ngayon. So, wala pa akong sagot and hopefully maybe 10 years from now We will have another podcast. May sagot na ako sa inyo about yes. why I want to tackle the elements of peace when it comes to entrepreneurship. Well, let That's me answer my... you right now, Aris. It, I don't yes. think you would have next year or several years from now. It, it should happen soon. We should have you again yes. because oh. you know, there's so much that we're learning from you right now. Sinabi mo lang that there's a new dimension that I realized that if you are a social entrepreneur, You also have to be conscious about peace in the places that you operate in or try to do business in, which is for a manilenio like like myself, no, is possibly something that I would take for granted. And yes. uh, that, that is fantastic. And you just had my mind blown, sir, because you said the soil is rich and the mind is the one that is barren. Correct. And having said that. And being mindful of your time, sir. There's plenty that we have to digest just to hear you out. And definitely we will have one more session with you soon. But please, thank you. before we do, may we ask you for your parting shot, your message to the listeners and the Filipino people, of course. Uh, to those people po na nakikinig po ngayon, uh, unang-una po ay uh, uh, maging masaya. You know? Sa isang mundong, sabi nga ng isa kong kasamahan ni, ni Abe Orobia, maging masaya o, o, or matibay sa isang mundong maligalig. <laughs> so, uh, I, I'm borrowing that word from him, but uh, of course, sabi ko nga, sa, sa, lagi ko sinasabi, uh, kung kayo po tayo nahihirapan, kung nawawalan tayo ng pag-asa, kung piling natin sobrang ligalig na ng mundo or maingay, always look within. You know, uh, iba-iba kasi ang tao eh, by looking within, you will find peace. Yung nabanggit ko kanina about peace kasi nakikita ko kasi there are five dimensions of peace. Peace within self, peace within others, peace within the community, peace within the world, and peace with God. So those are the five dimensions of peace. Because when we look inward, kapag hindi tayo at peace sa sarili natin, it will be hard to find peace with others and have peace with God. Yun yung, yun yung lagi, yung, lagi na, na sinasabi ko na kapag tayo ay anumang sagsubok, Whether it's business, whether it's personal, we always have to look inward 
and find the peace within. Sabi nila, bakit ka ba magpapakayaman? Because I want peace, I want satisfaction. No, you have to find it right now. You have to be at peace. It could be a momentary peace, but at least it will open up your mind. And kapag nag-open up mind, yun ang magiging mindset. So a mindset starts with peace within yourself. So meaning, yung mindset, the mindset has to change from 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 something na para sa yo kundi para sa iba maybe it's from self to more for others and maybe from from organization to mission instead of looking at the organization itself look for the mission nandiyan lang naman yung organization eh and and many other elements that i have been realizing for the past few years and i hope pwede ko pa sanang i-share sa inyo but i think i think ang ang last na sabi ko isa with peace you'll have that mindset the mindset of, of helping yourself. And finally, I always say this, that I stay with my core. It is by helping others that we will find ourselves, help ourselves, and love ourselves. Thank you very much. Wonderful. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. That is such uh, wise words, no? Alam mo, ang national treasure ng Pilipinas, may sinasabi tayo si ganyan, si ganyan. But I just discovered a national treasure here in the person of Aris Asilo. Fantastic, sir. Thank, thank you, thank you for you. enriching us. Isabel, Christian? Uh, I'd just like to say thank you. Thank yeah. you for giving us your time and, you know, sharing with us these beautiful words of knowledge, nuggets of wisdom. And I'm sure those who will listen to us tonight or wherever they may be will also get these beautiful, beautiful words from you and hopefully inspire them or galvanize them into becoming their own versions of Aris Asilo. Yeah, beautiful. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So, yeah, Aris, uh, gusto ko man sabi sa'yo na we are very much inspired. Uh, we learned so much from you. And yes, I think, I believe all the listeners are now becoming better because of you. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, so. Nice. Thank you very much for saying that. Fantastic. Aris Asilo, ladies and gentlemen, powered, fueled by his dreams, by his grit, by coffee. And by how this country is rich in soil but barren in mind. And we're going to change that today by becoming better. Maraming salamat, Aris. Thank you. Thank you. Maraming salamat din po.